and welcome to a second episode of our podcast. We are well shot and this is the introduction to photography. We are recording live, I suppose, in the uh, Wellshot Creative Hub. And my name is Lewis and I've been part of the Wellshot team for what feels like a long time now, actually. It is, it's Probably a few years now, isn't it? Yeah. My thing is videography um, and as you'll find throughout this episode, um, I'm a big lover of the peak design range of straps and bags and that is the title, title of today's episode. We're going to be talking everything bags and everything straps. Ooh. I'm Avion, as most of you know. Uh, I'm one half of the Wellshot team. Uh, I work constantly with, with Lee in the Wellshot Hub here. And as Lewis has just said, we're going to be talking about bags and straps today. So what we use and what we would either recommend or advise people to think about when they're thinking about buying something new in that respect. Yeah, see the reason that we chose bags and straps is because if you think about it, everybody that you know, anybody that you see with a camera, either has, or normally has both, either has a camera strap or a bag. I think everybody I know that's even got even anything from a point and shoot compact camera, yeah. right up to uh, you know, 10,000 pounds worth of kit. They've all got some form of bag case or rucksack or just, you know, a bag is something that everybody seems to buy. It's for protection really, yeah. a lot of it, isn't it? Definitely. Plus and it's Christmas coming up. Yeah, I'm gonna say, it literally took the words out of my mouth. This time of year um, is something that a lot of people tend to buy as gifts for somebody that's got a camera as well. Um, or if you're listening because you want to treat yourself, then uh, maybe we can differentiate the difference between the rucksacks and the messengers and maybe what will suit you better. thing is, there's such a range of stuff out there. It's bewildering, really, isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you go into a dealer, they can advise you, but then again, it's still... It depends on how much you want to pay and the size and the, the type of bag that you want as well. So it's quite a personal thing, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And it, on that, in terms of pricing and what you're going to pay, you know, I think I'm going to kick it off. I'll start with... Um, you genuinely do get what you pay for in terms of quality, even down to the zips. Like the YKK zips, we were talking about it yesterday. Yeah. Um, how the much better quality. Now, if you're listening to this thinking, huh, I thought a zip was just a zip. But no, there are certain brands and YKK is one of the brands. It's world leading. You see them on all the high quality jackets, on the high quality bags and anything that uses a zip really. Tents and things tend to use YKK because they're quite a secure zip. They're very reliable and they're robust, aren't they? Yeah. That's the main thing. Everybody's tried a, a naff zip. You know, you get a crap jacket and the, the, you know, the zip doesn't quite connect at the bottom and you have to throw it away because you can't zip it up properly. Or the opposite, when it is sealed, it then splits open and, and you know, is, is no good. I got stucky one once, it got hit halfway up and it wouldn't go up or down, that's <laughs> exactly. it. And either way for a camera bag, yeah. if it's sticking locked and closed or splitting open when it's full of kit, either way it could potentially be fatal to your kit. Yeah. So the money that you would have saved, you know, if you're thinking, oh, that 30 quid extras is just too much on that camera bag. Spend the 30 quid. It's know, never too much. Beg, borrow, steal to get yeah. that extra 30 yeah. quid because it will only cost you more down the long run if that bag splits and you end up with all your kit all over the middle of the road. Mm. That 30 quid's just turned into 3,000 pounds potentially. Yeah. You know. And the material the bag's made of as well makes quite a difference, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, personally, the ones I use at the moment are like a canvas tap material mm -hmm. and they're, they're not, say, waxed, but they've got some sort of protection on them against the, the elements, really. Like so a if water it does. Talent, yeah, it? yeah. So the water doesn't exactly roll off, but it doesn't penetrate the material. There's also a cover which can go over the top of it. 
So it's like a bit of a shower cap type of thing that'll okay. go on it. But some bags have got a cover which actually rolls over. It's yeah, part of the bag in. itself, isn't it? Yeah, they're clever them. You normally see them on a little pull cord thing on the bottom, you know, like a tiny little tag. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it comes to bags, I'm I'm split 50-50 as to, you know, if somebody said to me, we should have done a poll for this, I was thinking this this morning, we should have done a poll to see what people prefer with Ooh, the messenger yeah. rucksacks. Um, but I have both and I use both quite frequently. But as I sit here now across the room, I've got a messenger bag and my messenger bag is something that I use every day because it's easier to use. Mm. You know, a rucksack is something that I would normally take to the destination or if I was going away or I was traveling or whatever, I would take my rucksack full of everything, all my lenses, all my chargers, laptops, whatever, take it, drop it off at the, the hotel room or wherever, and then use the messenger bag then to, to kind of go from there. And day to day the, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and use the rucksack as almost like a base. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people who actually use a large camera bag, be it a rucksack or whatever, as a base for all their kit at home. Yeah. So they've got somewhere secure that they're all, everything's all nice and tidy in one spot. Yeah, you just so, put it in a drawer somewhere and yeah, pull it all out yeah. and it's all there ready to go. Uh, I've got a really old big Manfrotto rucksack, I, couldn't, I can't even find it on the internet, it's massive. Um, but it's, it, to me, it's really soft. Okay. Um, so it's a brilliant bag, fits more than I would ever need in it. Mm. Um, but the reason it has been kind of demoted to the home bag is because it's just too soft for me. Okay. Um, and I'm... I prefer quite a hard, rigid case or bag. So like I use a Temba rucksack at the minute and you can pretty much stand on it with it empty. And, and everything inside it will just stay, it all supports itself. Yeah. So the like the dividers between the lenses and things, they are quite a solid thing. Um, but it does have its disadvantages. If I go on an aeroplane with it. You can't squash it. No, no, I know that what that is, that form factor, that is what I've got. And I am not squeezing that in anywhere. Like that is as good as a briefcase really. Mm. Um, you know, which is I suppose where you like the squishy ones, don't you? So you I can, do, I do, yeah. You can mold them and do it The thing well. is, you, if you want that little bit of extra space, you can push something in it, like to get that extra lens in if you need to. But, uh, I've, you know, like yourself, I've got both styles of bag there, but I mainly use a rucksack if I'm going to somewhere like, say, uh, a bit of a walk in the countryside, or if I'm going to the racetrack, perhaps. Mm -hmm. So I'll need longer lenses, and they're more suited for a backpack. Yeah. But day-to-day uh, yeah. -day use, I'll certainly use, uh, a, well, I use my Tenba bags, yeah. which is a shoulder bag, and um, they're quite small because I use a small camera system these days. But when the days when I used Nikon, I used mainly backpacks because of the reason that everything was bigger. Right, yeah, And it yeah. suited the, the kit more, really. Yeah, but, it makes uh, sense, doesn't it? Yeah, so shoulder bags are my preferred bags of choice these days. That, you know, when it comes down to ease of use, and one thing to think about, you know, for anybody listening, if you're wondering what kind of bag to go for, is if you're going to be in and out of the bag all day, every day, then maybe the messenger is the one to go for. But if you're dead set on a rucksack and you like the idea of a rucksack, like I'm, I've got a few friends that wouldn't be seen dead with a messenger bag. You know, they are purely, they love the rucksack yeah. kind of on two shoulders. It. it just feels like they can hook the thumbs into it when they're walking and they yeah. just feel a bit like they're going on an adventure. And I always think of Dora the Explorer when I, when I think of that. But yeah, it's, um, it, if you are dead set on a rucksack, there are a few out there that have got this kind of quick access mechanism where you just drop one shoulder, spin it round on the other shoulder and you've got like a quick access port on the side. Mm. And you can basically go through the side of the bag and grab just the camera, yeah. um, which kind of works, I get it. But the problem is, if you've got a rucksack on, you've normally got a rucksack because everything you've got in there is too heavy for one shoulder. That's right. If you then drop a shoulder and try and swing it round, 
all that weight that you didn't think you could take on Going one on shoulder the in the first yeah. place is now slingshotted onto one shoulder. <laughs> but you know, I suppose you could rest it on your knee and, and all that kind of thing, so it does work. There was a company, I think it was Think Tank. I think, yeah, I think it was Think Tank. They did like a two-in-one thing where it was like, it went round your, like the stomach, what's it called? The waist strap. And it, the, the bottom half of the bag swung round. So it was in two parts then? Yeah, and it kind okay. of worked. Like the idea of it, you know, on the marketing and everything looked brilliant. Mm. Um, but I've, I've seen one in the shop and after seeing it, I thought, yeah, you know, it kind of, the mm. idea was brilliant, but it wasn't that well executed. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose that then comes down to the, when you are choosing a bag, you always want to get there, get hands on with one, find a shop, find somewhere you can mm. have a go. I agree with that because Looking at something on a picture on the internet is great, but you can't judge how big it is for a start. No. Will your kit fit into it? I mean, if I'm going to, well, if I'm going to look for a new camera bag of some description, I generally take the stuff I want to put into it there, you know, along with me, so I can actually try it into the bag itself. Yeah. So maybe one of our members might have a particular bag which I could, could I might fancy, mm -hmm. or I go to a dealer possibly and uh, they've got the bag there. I'll take the kit I want to put into it in, in there, on, in situ, if you want to call it that. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I, can, I know then that that will fit into it to just allow a little bit of extra space because you always need that little bit of extra space to put something else in. Yeah. Whether it's a little bit of you know, bottle of water or over trousers or sandwiches, a bag of crisps <laughs> or whatever. But there's always something that you want to carry, isn't there? And so get your kit into it first and then put a little bit of extra space in it there. Make sure it's going to fit all the stuff that you want to put into it. And if not, even if you're not going to take food and crisps or whatever with you, have that dead space almost so that when you are swapping lenses, you've got like a utility shelf almost that you can use. Yeah. So you could, you know, you could just suppose take the lens off, put it in that dead spot, pick up the other lens, and then you've got another dead spot again to use for something else. Yeah. So always handy. Like I always, my messenger bag is the Peak Design Everyday Messenger over there. And I, I had to go with that size because of the laptop. Like they do a smaller one, which would have probably been fine for me, mm. but it wouldn't have fit my laptop. because that's the 15 inch one or 15, whatever they call it. Um, and that there is, is a bag that's too big for me for most things. So I have ended up just filling it with a load of crap. There's stuff in there that I've not needed that I'm carrying around with me all day, every day. Just but because you've got the space, you've just got the space, yeah. yeah. So, so you were saying the other day that if you get a bag that's too big, you do end up just filling it and carrying around loads of stuff. For the sake of it. For the sake of it. Mm. And if all that's on one shoulder on your messenger bag, you feel it. Yeah, you feel it. Yeah. These days, there are also phones which make bags specifically for CSC um, camera systems like Fuji, Olympus, whatever, because they're smaller cameras and the lenses are smaller, therefore you need less space to carry them really yeah. so that way if you get a bag specifically for your system it's it's a good idea because you don't have the thing too big and clumsy on your shoulder if you're yeah. not careful so you've not got that extra weight to carry around i you? suppose if you have a bag that's too big i'm thinking about if you had a bag that's too big and you just got a big void in this bag with one little lens in it or one little camera all it's, it's going to do is around. around and yeah. yeah and all it takes is somebody to put a pen in there or a set of keys that's just something like that and it's, yeah. it's knackered again isn't it but yeah, so I, I don't know, I'm, I'm split. And I suppose if you're listening now and you're wondering which one to go for, like we would always say, have a go with it. As we kind of both alluded to there, I suppose you want to think about what you're going to put in it and then add another little section to it. Because it's things like your batteries, or your charger. Yes, it can take your camera and your lens. Yeah. But will you be able to squeeze a charger in there if you need to? Mm. Will you be able to squeeze another two batteries in? Have you got an area for your little memory card holder? Has it got a little pouch for just memory cards on their own? You know, all these little things kind of go a little bit bigger. Because 
Chances are, if you're going to upgrade your kit in six months' time, 12 months' time... Yeah, you need that extra space. You're generally either buying additional lens or swap whatever lens that you've got now for a better lens, and normally a better lens is a bigger lens. Yeah, <laughs> bigger as in maybe longer or possibly wider. Yeah, anyway. Because it's a faster aperture. Yeah, yeah, so suppose if you are looking kind of future-proof yourself for something a little bit bigger. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Um, but these days, most people do go for the slightly smaller camera bags because a lot of people have gone over to the mirrorless system, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. So have you noticed how the camera lenses are getting bigger though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's another kind of um I think we should do another podcast episode on that maybe. Just yeah. We could actually put a poll across to see if people we agree could. with the way yeah, things are could. going. Oh, yeah, we could. So we could. yeah, yeah. Um, so we were saying about camera shots before as well. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> It's funny because if you're listening now, you'll, you'll, you'll figure out in a minute that me and Ava have got two very opposite approaches to camera straps. Like I'm very much a, not really caring what they look like. I've very rarely used them, to be honest now. Um, but I use the Peak Design system, and I, I promise you I'm not being paid by Peak Design <laughs> for this episode. But I use the Peak Design system purely because they are useful. You know, I like to be able to just unclip them pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and there's two main companies out there that do this quick release system. There's Peak Design that use their little anchor points. Uh, and if you're listening from the UK, the little anchor points are like little plastic um, discs. discs. Of sorts. Yeah. They're about the same size as a 5P coin, mm -hmm. connected with like a little one inch long tether thing. So you get these little anchor points, toggle things just dangling on the camera when your strap's not connected to it. And the other brand is uh, Optech. Optech, yeah. Um, They've been good for good. years, haven't they? Yeah, I like them. And what they benefit from is they've got, they end up with about three or four inches worth of toggles hanging off the camera, which is what actually what puts me off. But the benefit of them is you can connect those two together then and use it as a little Gives you a little handle, handle yeah. almost, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is good. I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. But, but you're kind of the opposite take to that, aren't you? I, I'm a bit of a traditionalist, really, as far as camera straps go. I don't like the ones that come in the box. Um, it's great to get something for free in the box, isn't it? But on the end of the day, the, the camera straps that come in the box, whether it's a Nikon, Canon, Olympus or whatever, they tend to be quite narrow. They cut into your neck after a while, especially with a longer lens. Plus the fact they, they tend to be quite hard and stiff. Yeah. And they've also got the name of the product all over it as yeah. well. So it shouts, yeah. I'm a camera and look at me, I'm a Nikon D6 or whatever Steal it is. <laughs> yeah, no. So it's, you know, it's a bit loud. But I tend to go for the, the wider straps, which disperses the weight a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I use a leather strap quite often um, on most of my cameras. Uh, I, th I just prefer the feel of it. Yeah. And of course, the more you use it, the more it softens up and it wears into your, into your body, if you want to call yeah. it that there. Yeah, of course. So I, I just like the feel of them. But that's not detachable, that's the only thing. Yeah. That's the, the you normal... You to it. Yeah, it's the normal little nylon things that you thread through them. That. Yeah. But uh, things I really got, uh, I can't stand are the, the ones that come with the discs. The little oh, yeah. the rings that you put on the camera. And they can tend to uh, rub the paint off the yeah, camera if you're not careful. So yeah. I tend to just go for the ones that you just thread through. I remember there was a, when the, the when the Olympus Pen F first came out, beautiful camera. If anybody's ever seen it, mm. or if anybody's if you're listening to it, just Google the Olympus Pen F. It was purely designed to be a beautiful piece of kit. Um, and it was a week in, we went down to the photography show and somebody that was there with put one of their straps on so they could use it and carry it around for the day. Mm. Um, and they had metal D-rings and they were about two or three inches off the, off the shoulder, if you like, or off the anchor point, which meant that when the strap wasn't being used, it was, it was literally rubbing. rubbing against and it created like a, 
a circumference of about two inch across the back of the camera. Just, just carved, out, carved out a perfect circle. Almost looked like part of the, the, you know, the design of it, but I was gutted, absolutely gutted. But yeah, there's savage little things, those little yeah. discs, if you're yeah. not careful with them. Yeah, that's the trouble. Metal against metal, it doesn't really work very well. Yeah. And I've seen people with Leicas as well have that type of disc system on. Yeah. And of course they're brass underneath, yeah. which people <laughs> quite often like the rubbed off effect. But yeah. to me, I wouldn't really like that, but no. there you go. Wouldn't like it. Yeah. like it. Oh, God. <laughs> Never mind. So, really, when we're looking at camera straps, is, I mean, <coughs> what we're talking, three main, or four, I suppose, because there's one we haven't touched on yet. Mm. So, you've got the one that goes around your neck, very typical of the one that you would get in the box. Yeah. Quite a short one in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, they don't tend to, if you put it on your shoulder, they only hang about halfway around, down, don't they? they? Yeah. yeah. So, they're kind of, they're the, the standard ones. It's um, basic. You then get the, the the longer ones that are made to go over your shoulder, almost like a messenger bag. Mm. But they are a significantly longer things, aren't they? So yeah. you, you've got yeah. room. Um, I think Black Rapid kind of that's their market, I would say, because they have they connect to the tripod mount at the bottom rather than the two shoulder points. Yeah, yeah. Quite a popular strap with a lot of people, but it's not my favourite one. I don't like everything hanging on that one screw. Yeah, especially with a longer lens. And the, the strap tends to hang across your body, doesn't it? Yeah. And it's good having it there accessible, but the trouble is the camera's bashing against things if you're mm -hmm. not careful. Mm -hmm. So I've seen people knock against things and that, and not my idea of looking after kit. Yeah, no, especially expensive. But on, on that over the shoulder thing, like I, I recently got married and the wedding photographer there, um, he had like, um, I suppose you'd call it like a harness, it's like a two over the shoulder thing. So he had two cameras connected and they were joined in the middle, if I remember rightly. Um, and it's, it's basically looked, it, that looked really classy from a style yeah. point of view because yeah. it was a nice kind of brown leather look to it as well. So it kind of reminds me of when you have braces on. So, the, you know, my wedding photographer fit in perfectly because he had a suit on and everything. And then these nice brown straps going over and he looked almost in passing like he had braces on rather than I'm a photographer, I'm a <laughs> utilitarian almost for the Ooh. day, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but it's useful because you, you can have one camera with one lens on and another camera with another lens on and, you know. Ooh. Cowboy style. Yeah, yeah. But it's great though, because a lot of wedding photographers do use that type of kit now. Yeah. So they have a long lens on one side and a short lens on the other, don't yeah. they? So it's, it's just there ready to be picked up and just used, isn't it? Yeah. They're quite few and far between though, those kind of straps. I never really see them. I really see them. It's probably like, a specialist market, I would think, isn't so, it, really? Yeah. So we've got the, the ones that would go over your neck as, as normal. You've got yeah. the ones that kind of go over your shoulder, like a, like a shoulder strap. Um, we've got the, the harness kind of braces style one. But one thing that we haven't mentioned is the cuff and the hand yeah, clutch like style the wrist ones. Strap yeah. yeah, and there's two, isn't there? There's the cuff one, which you were talking about yesterday. Mm, yeah, yeah. And quite often, people use, who use video cameras, they use that type of thing, don't they? Yeah. Which goes over the side, it's like a leather grip, isn't it, more or less? Yeah. And some have got little studs that just... So you can let go of the camera pretty much and it'll just stay glued to your hand, won't it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. They're nice and comfortable then, but they do take up your tripod. Mm. Or on the yeah. mount on the bottom because it has to go from the right shoulder of the camera right through to the bottom of the tripod. Yeah, mount. yeah. So it's the only downside. But the cuff one that you was taught, the one that just kind of clips onto the side there. Yeah. A lot of people use that type of strap if you want to call it a strap there for street photography as well, don't they? Because it's nice and compact with the camera. You have a short lens on it. Yeah. And of course, it, once again, if you do happen to bump into something and you, you let go of the camera, it's mm. not going to fall on the floor. Yeah. Security thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and they're yeah. often the most, the cheapest ones. But I suppose from a gift point of view, if anybody's listening to this thinking from a gift to buy a present for somebody, then I suppose that wouldn't be the bad, the, the worst idea. Like the Peak Design ones, I know they're about 15 quid. 
Yeah. Which if you compare them to the Peak Design straps that you can spend up to nearly 50 quid on. You buy a leather one of that type, it's going to yeah. cost you even more. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I suppose if you're buying a gift, you just want something. And you don't tend to find many people have a cuff style thing. It's something a bit different, isn't it, that way? Yeah. And if you've never tried it, it's worth a go. Yeah, definitely. And you can connect it to anything. You even connect it to your phone if you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you drop your phone when you're out. Depends on the type of photography that you do, really. So yeah. if you're into sports and stuff like that, it wouldn't really suit you. But with the shorter lens, I think it would suit that type of thing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So with Christmas coming, it's certainly worth bearing in mind, isn't it? Yeah. So really, as a roundup, you're looking at the straps. Um, there's, I think there's one area of the rucksacks that we forgot to mention as well, and that'd be the, the front or rear opening of them. Mm, uh, it's yeah. just come to my mind now, I should have probably kind of mentioned it earlier, but if you were looking at a rucksack that opens from the front, it's brilliant, quick access, etc., etc. But You have to lay it down on the floor to open the thing up. You have to lay up. it down on the back of it, which will then be on your back. Yeah. So if you lay it down in mud, in grass, wet grass, anywhere, you're then going to have to put that on your back and your back is going to get muddy. But yeah. also, from a security point of view, it's all very easy to kind of somebody walk past and open it and pickpocket kind of style. I'm sure that's happened a number of times yeah. to people, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Whereas if you get one that opens through the back, you know, I know people have said it to me a few times, they'd be like, well, why would you want it opening from the back? That just sounds stupid. Mm. But in practice, it means it you does. can lay it down on the front. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? And it's secure as well, because it's against your back. <coughs> It means you can lay it down the front of the grass, get into your bag, then put it back on your back, and the front of the bag is mucky, but that front of the bag is never going to touch you at all, is it? No, so no, no. That's definitely something to think about. Yeah, it's, it's really good as a security point of view, but because um, it's, if you've got a bag on your back, somebody could quite easily open the back, yeah. and you wouldn't have a, you no. wouldn't have a clue about it no. at all. And as well, what you tend to find is the ones that open through the back, the front still has a big zip on but it doesn't actually get into the main compartment. It's normally like for bits and bobs, you know, the, you know like the pen slots and yeah, the, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So it, again, it's a different kind of compartment going on. That's it, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I always, <laughs> the only downside to that is the ones that open through the back. If your laptop is in that back bit and you open it, the laptop slides out of the top and hits the floor. It's happened to me a couple of times. So mm. yeah, that's definitely something. That's why they have that little Velcro strap over the, over the laptop, I suppose. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, if you're listening here now, let us know. I know for a fact you will already have a camera strap and you'll already have a bag of a some, bag description. Of some description. Yeah. Um, let us know, if you're watching on YouTube, there is a comment section below, so let us know what you're using, let us know what you prefer and why. Um, or if you are just kind of warrioring, th warrioring through, mm. if you are just kind of plowing through using the kit strap, the one that comes with it, uh, then let us know. Let us know if you're not bothered. If it works for you, it works for you. Yeah. Um, if you are listening on Spotify or Google Podcasts, you know, if you're just listening to us in the car or whatever, do check us out on the YouTube channel. If you just search Well Shot, um, you'll see us there as well. There's a whole arsenal of videos on there. Uh, I know if you did one recently, it was a, 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 basically a thorough look at the difference between rucksacks and messenger bags. Yeah, complete comparison, you know, wasn't it? Showing yeah. them side by side and everything with different examples there. Um, so definitely check us out on the YouTube channel. Um, but other than that, I think... If you've got any questions at all, pop them down below. Yeah, let us, let us know down below. And again, if you're listening, drop us an email or look on a website. Um, you, you'll find us there nice and easily. And, and yeah, get in touch if you need anything. Right, any questions, chances are we've used it or seen it before. So, yeah, get in touch. Other than that, thank you for listening. Neil said thank you for watching. Yeah. Thank you for listening. And we will see you on the next episode, episode three. Which we will announce pretty soon. Yeah, that you'll know about that pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you very much Thanks. for listening. Thank you for listening. See you soon.